Shut up. I can't tell me a thing about Jamaica. Can't tell me a thing about yards. I'm recording. <laughs> I'm recording. So. He's recording. <laughs> Hi. Jake doing uh, his, uh, what is it, Chet? Rude boy. Chet um, Hanks. A pussy clot. <laughs> I might have to turn you down a little bit. All right, well, I guess is it. Kings of Punk episode two, which is funny because we haven't even released episode one yet. We will. We will. We You'll promise. See. You will understand. Um, oh, yeah, I, me and Tim, like I said, we, I had a bit. Now we'll uh, R.A.P. the god, uh, what's his face? From 007. Upperty. Oh, from fucking hell yeah, double. both of them. <laughs> And now Sean, Sean Connery, and I thought it was very funny that Sean Connery died. Then James um, Bond from the game show. The what game is his, what's his name? Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek died. You couldn't I was remember like, that. <laughs> and then I was like, Regis I was like, Phillip. everyone from the Celebrity Jeopardy episodes of SNL are gonna die. So the next person to die, French Jimmy Stewart, Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Bro, I don't remember this. Oh, and then Burt Reynolds is dead. He died years ago. Yeah, he died. Yeah. yeah. So, is that is someone coming down the stairs? Is Maybe that's just Wiz. It's probably just Wiz. Might just be Wiz. So I had a funny bit where it's like Sean, Sean Connery, and people have been saying like, oh, he he likes he's okay with he, he, he slaps women. women. So I came up with I think I've elevated it now where it's like, me Sean Connery, I'm in the heaven. With this, with this great man named uh, Seth Putnam. <laughs> they, they played in a band called Daniel Kant. And uh, it's pretty crash, but uh, here's a good song called uh, Women Nature's Punching Bag. I don't the care for the music, but the lyrical content, it is... It's good for oh, a laugh. Two things. One, like you, you made Sean Connery like a little Slavic for a second there with the voice, which is good. That might be a bit too. Also, I, I thought I knew where you were going. I th- totally thought this was going to be Sean Connery beating the shit out of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> in heaven. And God looking Ruth, out approvingly, yes. Ruthie, I'm, gonna, I'm coming to get you. <laughs> RBG, you better watch out. <laughs> that is really funny. God damn, dude. Yeah, that's Seth, good Sean shit, Connery man. in yeah, heaven with Se- Seth Putnam. I mean, obviously the funniest part is Seth Putnam being in heaven. <laughs> it's what he would. It's what he wants people to think. You know, after it's he probably died. true, man. Yeah, yeah. Shit, he made it. He made it up there. He's got a he harp and everything. Did. He's got a. He's, he's got an wings and a halo. Oh yeah, he's angel cunt sitting on a cloud. <laughs> His dog, band in heaven, angel cunt. Shit, yeah, <laughs> that was a dog shit joke on my part. I am not off to a great start today. This is. Uh, we have no That's cool well, though. The issue is that we have no last week we kinda had like an idea for like an episode and Don't tell them that. Like, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I think it's they'll know. Well they're just gonna know. They're but, already but, gonna know. But we got lots of we got you, lots of laughs. You, you already up. did a bit by saying so I have a bit and you said I have a bit like eight different times and then you got to the bit and it was Seth Putnam in heaven with uh Russian Sean, Sean Connery. Sean Connery in heaven. <laughs> Sean Meeting Conrad Seth Putnam, which is a, funny. <laughs> He's like, oh, great. Both being problematic in heaven. Yeah. I've heard you uh, threw a chair at a woman, and that became a, a seven-inch. So I was being in a coma, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty gay to me. <laughs> I'm Seth Putnam. It was pretty gay. <laughs> yeah, he's Scottish now. <laughs> Seth Putnam. Seth. <laughs> That's Is him in a kilt? He, I feel like he probably wore a kilt at some point. No, he probably career. was like, if you, he, he was a sweatpants guy. Oh, he Definitely. was like the sweatpants guy. Yeah, I don't think I've 100%. ever seen a picture of him where he wasn't wearing sweatpants, maybe, to be honest with you. <laughs> maybe shorts? Uh, oh, yeah, like maybe, perhaps, I don't know. Yeah, maybe some shorts or some athletic shorts. You know, basketball pants. Oh, I'm a bit shorts. of a sweatpants guy myself. <laughs> I'm gonna shock John McCain's dick up here. <laughs> yeah, think about think about the the crazy bands they got starting up and having. They got the 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 band with Seth Putnam, John McCain, and Sean Connery, and RBG. I'm gay with John McCain I do now love in heaven. The constant uh, t- people being like, 
yeah, Don Bag got a new jam at partner with Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> I mean, that honestly is kind of true because I knew I know that Eddie Van Halen did like Dimebag. Um but like stuff where it's like I mean Eddie Van Halen liked dime bags. Yeah. He didn't like dime bag. No. It's like oh with this crazy guy with a beard. He's yeah, fucking Dimebag and Seth Putnam and Eddie was like starting the yeah. the most racist band in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> they're, with they're, Eddie Van Halen, yeah, and Ian Stewart Donaldson, they're in, they're all in uh, racist musician heaven. They just <laughs> restarted Screwdriver. Yes, they're like, yeah, heaven. Let's be let's be good. Let's be even better. <laughs> it's Screwdriver with the Dimebag guitar nonsense, yeah, <laughs> like with the fucking Digitech whammy, just going. Wham. You know, it, we we laugh at it, but I'm sure Dimebag, he probably would have been cool with it. To be honest with you. I don't know what's Easy E rap on a track just because, you know, he's easy, one of the good ones. Easy E, Freddie Mercury. Dean Stewart has gotten. <laughs> he, he's gotten. <laughs> he's like, actually, rap is pretty cool. Yeah. Like, it's fine and, uh, been yeah. Oh, I've been hanging out with Easy E lately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was Scottish, too. <laughs> See, we, we did relate it to punk in some ways. <laughs> this is all punk I mean, rock, man. Easy E is, he is very punk rock. Dude, he that's. Is. I'm sure someone's like, Easy E was more punk than every single punk band ever, and that, that's something I fucking. Whenever I see that kind I mean, of a statement, you won't, you won't see your academically studied punk historians ever say anything like that. Be no. so outrageous and bold. They're no, they, they would say. I mean, I feel like they would. I feel like people are always saying like, yeah, this. Yeah, oh, this yeah. girl, this girl who wears like black clothes. She's more punk than every or like some stupid. It's always some stupid shit like the that. The punkest thing you can do is actually is call it jazz music is what it is. Yeah, it's the maximum that shit. Punk maximum is, oh punk and roll. Yeah, maximum punk and roll. <laughs> like, I don't know. I always see dog that stuff is annoying. That's, that's R.I.P. Another another R.I.P. to them. They they went out of business. Oh yeah, MRR is is gone now. Yeah, um, I remember going to. The borders in Henrietta to buy it pretty religiously. Well, um, uh, they still are. They're still online. They're still online. I believe they're still doing oh, online so they're articles like a blog and stuff. Spot kind of now, pretty much. Yeah, not as cool. Oh, R.I.P. to the print. Yeah, and I mean, R.I.P. to Prince. Yeah, Prince I, I I wonder how many. He's also in heaven with me. I'm also gay with Prince. It's, hey, it's me, Sean Prince. Sean Connery's all star band. All-star gay racist band in heaven. <laughs> well, we're all in so heaven. abusive. I'm so bad at You that could never too. even hear the notes. It is so angelic. <laughs> it's all played on hops. <laughs> it's just like the worst well, shit Daryl putting a whammy bar on a, hot, a harp in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great, great start to this episode, this is, I got to say. This is really fun. Classic we're coming bit. up some... Some high uh, high concept, you know, ideas. You, know. you think uh, to kind of connect to maybe what we want to talk about. You think um, what's the say from Metallica is fucking playing bass with them? Oh, we're talking Metallica today. No, Metlica. I think Cliff is in Cliff. hell. He's doing a band with John Lennon down in hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, everybody always said hell was gonna have better music. Yeah, and I mean... That's how Cliff sounds. We're already talking about how, you know... No, that's how people who like rock music sound. Seth Putnam and Easy e are in heaven, which is no way. Neither of them. <laughs> yeah, the good people go to hell. So who's in hell? John, like I said, John Lennon. John Lennon. Jack Lemmon. Lemmy. Cliff Burton. Lemmy probably is. Lemmy and Cliff are both playing bass in the same band. Oh, hell yeah. Have you ever seen the, uh, the? I mean, it was pretty uploaded pretty recently. There's a really awesome video of Septic Death playing where. Oh, um, shit. I've never yeah. seen a video of that band in my fucking There's life. There's like no videos of them. They're playing at the farm. And in, guess uh, who? San Francisco. In San Francisco. Yeah. Guess who introduces them? Who? I'm asking you guess. You're asking me to guess. Paul Bailoff. Uh, Cliff Burton? Nope. Kind of close, though. James Hatfield? James Hatfield. Really? Wow. Straight up. He's That's like... Right. Those guys did go to punk shows and shit. Give it up for Septic Death. It's yeah! Awesome. And it's... Yeah, they and they, and they play with... Well, Pushada! To go back to the two... Ba they play with two he bass ain't my players bitch. in that show. They have, like, two bass players at the show. Septic Death reason. does? Yeah. And, Cl and Cliff what? Burton was Because they got, like, a new bass player, and then they had, like, their old bass player, and they're like, yeah, this is... How did I mean, it sounds weird, but like, yeah. I mean, uh, the videos aren't that great sounding. It's an insane sounding band, anyway. That's that's uh, in my opinion, a pretty underrated hardcore band. Oh, uh, 
that band. Here, also, he me, did, plus that did draw the. Uh, I think he drew that Saint Anger cover art. Oh, and I the did a bunch Black of art Album too. Yeah, I did not. He drew know. that snake. He drew the snake. It reminds me of the Warhol cover for White Lake. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But the band that I sing for was gonna. We had an idea for an album cover where it was just like black with our logo in the corner, and we were all really fired up about it. And then we were like, "God damn it!" That's Metallica. <laughs> Metallica. Why did Metallica take all the good ideas already? But it's funny. My lifestyle oh, determines my death style. Here, you gotta gotta be careful. You think you're what uh, am I doing? The thing is all fucked up. The XLR cable might be fucked up a little bit. The the the, the wire or the what? The cable. the cable. Is it in? Oh wait, it's I can't hear you anymore now. You don't you're messing with that. You gotta like. Maybe you uh, unplug get a mic it and plug it back they in. Have a mic stand. No, I. All right. Maybe can you, you hear me now? I can hear you now. Good. Should we tape it up? <laughs> no, I think it's fine. I just I'll try not to touch it. Man, you I'll can see on the screen if it's recording or not, right? Do I yeah. get little lines? I, I uh I made I'm uh monitoring the incoming uh. Sound so transmission. Sure I hear you. I'm sure you'll pick up on the other mics a teeny bit. So sorry, everybody. We're going through some technical little technical difficulties. difficulties. Hey, it's our second episode. That was a fucking break. Cut uh, some slack. We, so we're talking Metallica today. Is so we should. Talk I guess Metallica. we should. Yeah, let's just get it out of the way. Um, <laughs> second episode in. Good. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know what? I mean, it's a good I think punk band. It's a good. I mean, tech, they, they had a bunch of aspects, punk I suppose. I remember reading one of those. I forget which guy it was. It might have been Todd Youth, I think. One of those early New York hardcore guys or like mid-era New York guys said he remembered when Kill 'Em All came out and people in the New York hardcore scene heard it and they were just like, "Who the fuck are these long-haired guys that are ripping off Discharge?" And I think the best <laughs> description I've ever heard is it sounds like Discharge playing Leonard Skinner riffs. I, I, I also think Kill 'em All is an easy contender for being the greatest metal album ever. Like that and Rain and Blood. Not not my my personal favorite is Welcome to Hell by Venom, but that is a that is a personal thing yeah. that has to do with uh you know, it's close to my heart. I think Kill 'em All is good. But, yeah, I I would say Ride the Lightning in terms of like song like how everything sounds. When it when it comes to having listened to it's been a super long. I swear to God, it's been like probably ten years since I listened, or maybe like eight or nine years since I listened to Master Puppets, Ride Lightning, and Justice for All, like to all all at once. So I I think Master Puppets is where you really get that line where it's like that's when like the fuckery kind of starts yeah, creeping like on puppets. In. Yeah. yeah, with Lars especially, he's yes. doing stupid, dumb he's shit. Doing but stupid even shit. even the other shit, he's like doing... there's there, there's some songs that are just like. It's like this is a lot of. It's like trying to be proggy. It's like but, the eight minute long songs. Yeah, like it, yeah. it goes absolutely nowhere. Like the uh, the thing that should not be. I'm thinking of in particular. Oh my god, Disposal Heroes Fuck is a sick song. song. I remember that kind of being the banger on that album. I also remember Injustice for All being really boring. Am I remembering that correctly? I I do. There's some songs I like a lot, but and they really did do Jason Newstead uh, so completely dirty. dirty. Like they were just. It sounds like they were being complete assholes to him. I, I thought it was Cliff on that album still. No. No, he died at, at, right after uh, Master came out, I think. I would so, say... Um, one sec. I would say, and Justice for All has some of their better songs. Like, one is undeniably a great song. Like, yeah. metal song. And then Blackened is, like, one of their... F- they're heavier, heavier songs. songs, yeah. When it goes in that fucking breakdown... That I've, like, barely listened to it. I tried to listen to it. Compilation. Like that that song is so fucking good. Heavy I mean, breakdown. You want to talk about heavy breakdowns, which I think everyone wants to talk about that all the time. Uh creeping death that yeah. die by my hand. This is what people want to hear is me singing Metallica songs. Killing <laughs> firstborn man. It's about ancient <laughs> Egypt, dude. It's fucking pretty badass. Cool stuff. I think I think uh they're I think Metallica is a good band. I just think that like they, I I would love to hear Metallica try and like do a thing where they only write less than five minute long songs and do like yeah they, they should do, try like, to do some songs, like punkier kind of and it's like mostly average time covers. of three and a half four minutes. Do not speak a Metallica 
punk album into existence because not a punk actually, album, no, not I a actually, punk album, just them doing what they're doing, but like not having like the, standard times. Like for their songs. they just yeah. they just stop doing so much fuckery and like, like the whole repeat like three riffs in a row that make no fuck. Like, I mean, I thought that don't make any sense. It's just like we don't need. It's like come on, man, doesn't really add to the song. The thing where they you know like it, it really is like with their shit when they write. It's like they write a whole song and then they're like. Okay, cool. That works. Let's play it twice in a row, though, and that'll be the whole if song. If I remember correctly, the, the songs on load are not that long. Some of them are like six minutes. They're that's a little still, longer. I mean. The, the hit song that's a good song called Ain't My Bitch is uh, yeah. short. I think that I don't know why it's so fucking funny to me. The second song on load is called Two by Four. Got to be. Oh, Jake, take you cutting out more. What is wrong with it? Should we? I think it's the. Uh, do the you want connection. me to grab the get that duct tape? Out get a little me? duct tape. Yeah, let me. Yeah, get some duct tape. Tim's gonna step. I can't hear you. I think you shaking your leg is setting it off. How about now? I could. Oh, you just you were just there. One second. We're gonna take a quick break, guys, and we're back. Sorry about that, everyone. Hey, rude boy. I, my name's Sean Connery. I hated the <laughs> woman. A blood clot. <laughs> We should. Sean uh, Connery, I'm in heaven now. Maybe I'll put in that uh, Chet Hanks like short clip there. That shit's good, man. He, he's a good meme. Uh, Tom Hanks is fucking kid who does the Jamaican voice. Everyone finds it very funny. Um, Didn't he there. used to rap under the name Chad Hayes? Yes, yes. he did. I remember we Enough really said. we enjoyed that his cover of Black and Yellow by. Um, Wiz Wasn't Khalifa. it like white and purple? Though? White and purple, white and purple. Because it's Everybody. like a lean thing. Something's... Is that what it is? Oh, well, his version, yeah. It's all, you could just do blue and red, blue and red. I'm sure like there's something like white and gold, white and gold. Have you heard gold, uh, you know. Wiz Khalifa's version of uh, Don't Give Me No Bammer? No, yeah, I didn't know he did that. Pretty good, actually. Okay, I like that black and yellow song, I think. It's pretty good. It's catchy. Yeah, this is our punk music podcast. Uh... Well, my favorite black and yellow song, Young God, doing the Charlie Brown theme. Young God, that is a deep cut for our listeners. And that's punk rock, too. He had a, he had a whole crew called um, Ocean Gang, and the, Ocean the other Gang. shit is even weirder. Cartier God, that, that shit was real avant-garde, very boundary-pushing. I, I guess you could almost at this point call it like proto-SoundCloud rap. Oh, yeah, it's all just that like stuff not was. rapping and weird beats that don't make any sense. And like, like Lil B was definitely doing the super, like, super loud, uh, like overdriven 808 yeah. stuff, like way before, like not like way before, but like you know, a couple years before. Um, and we saw it live. Yes, I, I've talked about this before. That's the equivalent of like if you were one of the people who saw like the Velvet Underground, yeah, or something, or if you saw the Ramones when they came to England in '76. It's like, true though. Yeah, it's totally true. It. Like the th- the thing Eno says about. Uh, the Velvet Underground album, like, what, only 10,000 people bought it. They all started bands. Like, Lil B definitely completely changed music in a way that I, I'm sure there's a Vice article about it, but I still feel like it's not discussed enough. No, you could say the same thing like... about Soldier Boy, too. Soldier Boy might be, like, the most influential musician of our lifetime is Soldier oh, yeah. Boy. I feel like there isn't, like, a lot of discussion about Lil B, but there should be because, like, he did, like, I think, especially recently, he's done, like, a lot of his own beats um, very strictly sticking to the Oakland kind of sound, which is really interesting that he would want to do something in a time where like trap, uh, maybe not now, but like trap was like such a huge thing in the mid uh, 2010s. I mean, uh, I think early. it still is. I think it still yeah. is, but I think it's like more about that like emo rap kind of thing where it's like not necessarily like that's like what's trendy though. People yeah. don't fucking listen to that. No, yeah, I don't think you know, so. come on. People kind of do, but not like I mean, the way they listen to trap music, I don't think. No. Trap is and I, I don't care for trap really anymore. I think that kind of burned me out on rap music, to be honest. Just like too same samey and right. like I mean, literally every trap artist just sounds exactly like the other the next guy. I don't know? really know yeah. what's going on with it now. Um I feel stupid because I haven't like been listening to any of the West uh, uh the Griselda stuff like at all and that shit is like they, I swear they've dropped like six good, albums yeah. this year, and it's like, really? I didn't know that. I'm, insane I'm amount of stuff. I'm, I'm not like well versed in in rap music, to be honest. With you. There's there's a few guys I like. 
I like some of the emo rap stuff too. I'm not gonna lie. I I heard the Lil Peep shit at like the perfect time in my life to hear it, and now I just like it permanently. N- not something I generally try to sell people on unless I'm like really drunk and in, yeah. in a the right mood. You gotta have a malter uh malt. You gotta have an altered mind state. To to yeah, not to like it. I always like it, but to to think. You know what I should do? I should tell this person to listen to Lil Peep. I think yeah. they'll like it. Like, no one I know is going to like that. Um, but a lot of girls like it. And if you're listening to that and you want to hang out and listen to Lil Peep, like, we can do that, man. I can <laughs> tell you why I like it. We can trade sad stories, whatever. Um, if you want to do drugs, you can. I'm not real big on it, but, uh, you know, no judgment. Do you think, uh, not to be uh, in inclu- uh, intruding in your history, you think you're uh, – past drug use history has like been in been an influence on why you would like little people? yes i was about to say that if i oh. didn't have the experience of like being on is i would say really specifically being on benzos like mm-hmm. if you are if you know what like being in a benzodiazepine haze is like you you will get that music a little bit more and all this shit like that but that dude especially i remember hearing it for the first time and i was like oh yeah he nailed what this feels like damn that just that complete numbness, like your your soul is mumbling. Well, hey, that's maybe that's why he's, he got like so big is because like the entire country for a long time or a huge portion of the country was addicted to that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, similar I, I, things, not necessarily benzos, but you know, like well, he was doing opiates and shit opiates too, I and think. stuff. I, to me, as as a someone who who did do a lot of drugs, like. I, Benzo vibes more than anything with that dude's music, the, more so than opiates. Even if you want to know what opiates feel like, listen to uh, Spaceman Three, and you'll get a very good idea of what that's <laughs> like, um, for sure. Uh, let's see. Or if um, you, you'll also feel that same feeling if you work for Jeff Benzos of Amazon. Jeff Benzos, that's what he needs to do to take care of his workers. Just give them all Valium for free. <laughs> Jeff Benzos. <laughs> What does um, if you had to describe, I guess, slightly off topic, but so we're right. If you had to describe listening to um, uh, what's it called? Uh, that Swedish noise rock band, Brain Bombs. Brain Bombs. Brain Bombs. What would they be described as drug wise? Because I mean, I think people would probably Jesus. say, like, um, it it'd be easy to. I would say. I've never done really anything crazy, but maybe uh, re- like you've taken the five hits of acid and you are just in a, in a it's it's gone very badly. I've I've never done acid and crack cocaine together, but I've done them both separately, and I think probably a combination of those two. Definitely that 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 band sounds like when like your hit of crack is wearing off, but you're still a little high and you've probably oh, been drinking see, too. I was gonna say. I mean, again, I, I've never done this, but I feel like a drug that mixes, you know, the weirdness of acid and then the, you know, grittiness of crack, uh, wet. I haven't done that either, actually, but it's funny you went there. I was thinking of another dissociative, uh, robo-tripping. Ooh. Brain oh, bombs yeah. could That's be a, a robo-trip DXM yeah. band. Yeah. I could see that. Actually, I might have to go with that one. That's like somewhere between robo-tripping and, and crack cocaine, Just, you'll find. Because what, really weird and surreal kind of fucked surreal. up That feeling. band is like all about like fucked up sex shit, too. But they're not like horny. It's, no. It's different. It's not a horny band. Not very horny. At least I can't admit. Like, it seems that they're uh, frustrated that they have to have sex. You know, or it's like not yeah. a, a frustrating horniness. Well, one theory I've heard on that band, and I think this is cope from people trying to deal with how fucking misogynist and awful it is, is that it's supposed to be that that band is a, a commentary on sexual violence in our society and how our yeah. society is inherently uh, sexually co- coercive and violent and et cetera, et cetera. And if you read it into it that way, that band is like that's that band is a powerful piece of art because it, yeah. it permeates everything they do. Now, I, I was very into that theory until I watched that fucking interview with those guys and saw that they're probably the dumbest people I've ever seen anywhere in my fucking life. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's wrong. But the fact that you don't know almost makes it more powerful as a piece of art. Yeah. Very postmodern because it, it uh, the line between the, the satire and the reality is just completely gone. Um, yeah, I, and you know what? I guess I'll say this as a big Brain Bombs fan. I uh, I I don't want to know. 
Like, I agree. I'd rather Ultimately it be agree, yeah. wrapped in obscurity, and I just don't understand. Like, I don't necessarily know why they're making like, that, why they're making it. Yeah. They're, what they're doing, like for something as like transgressive as that. And I, I think, a, ooh, I think a really good point. And I think you, I haven't talked to you about this, but um, I like I, I think we're all fans of transgressive music. In, yeah, I, in I, a I, lot I of ways. Say that. Yeah. Tra- transgressive art more broadly. Art. But yeah, yeah course, transgressive yeah. art, you know. Um, and I think a lot of people are. Uh, I am a fan. Uh, me and Tam, at the very least, are fans of... Or what? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, uh, we, we do like the the grindcore band AXCX, as we mentioned earlier. You know, Anal Cunt. You know, I think they have good... Some other stuff. Some other stuff. You know, we... Uh, I personally will admit that I do like Satellite uh, Who Satellite <laughs> You know I, I, we, we like Gigi Allen You know I, I'm not Not to get too deep Into crazy stuff But like um, The writings of Peter Sotos Are very good If anyone hasn't read <laughs> I do them. like White House Revenge Revenge You know sketchy So revenge Perfect uh, So Peter Sotos that, that That is the only writing I've ever read That had like A physical effect on me It was like Getting Like a knife in me or something. Yeah. It is. It is incredible. Um, so my point is, um, season of mist metal label. Yeah. Um, distributes a lot of black metal stuff. Uh, here we go. One of the get in trouble. So the band, yep. you know, the band revenge, the yeah, Canadian like band. A war metal band. Yeah. yeah. They have a member vermin who, uh, played in a band. <laughs> yeah. Vermin, vermin, vermin. Vermin. Where are who, they from? They're from Canada. They're from like Edmonton, I believe. Or no, like, British Columbia. British Columbia. I think, yeah. All right, middle of middle can middle or western Canada. That's the west coast of Canada. Yeah. So, um, he played in a band called Axis of Advance that used to be a band called um, fuck something else. But he did an interview, like with some like Russian blog spot or some Russian website or something like that, where the guy was like. I've heard that in uh, the blasphemy was a big back back metal band back in the day, you know, in the early '90s. Yeah. Oh, I would I would call them primitive grind, but they had a member that was a hard R, and they're talking the about Russian, Call of the Storm. It, talking it, about Call of the Storms. I know um, what he was talking about the interviewer said yes, that to him. The interview said that. Russian. And he was guy. like, yeah. The the vermin pretty much was like, uh yeah, he's a hard he has a hard R who drive. I've heard that he drives around in a gangster car and raps and sells, and sells crack, crack cocaine. Wow, that's and he was like, he was like, uh, some about like, oh yeah, it's, like because the Russian guy was like talking about how like black metal should be for like white people and like he was like, yeah, it should be for white, you know, elite, you know, ideology. I well, really don't like that. see why that matters. At all. You know, <laughs> it doesn't. So, it, doesn't it doesn't matter. But to be fair, it's. Re- so it's ridiculous that he thinks he needs to put effort into gatekeeping now, that because I know who listens to black metal anyway. Yeah. Now here's the thing, this was a very long time ago, and not to you know, do I think Vermin thinks this now? No, maybe was he being edgy? I don't fucking know. Has I don't he, know the has guy. Has he addressed that? He's ever said anything? I, has dude, he, has he lost his virginity yet? We don't know. Here's the, <laughs> here's the thing: these guys don't address things like, especially revenge people, like revenge bands, like they 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 don't have press releases. They they don't like they hardly ever do interviews, and that's their music is generally and like terms of like how music is a little transgressive. So I was mad. I'm I'm mad. So season mist was like, hey, we're not racist, you know, we're 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 vehemently anti-racist, but we also don't believe in cancel culture. And it's like, you sell Burzum stuff, like you sell like other you like are like not to say like a lot of these bands are affiliated with like kind of racist and sketchy like bands if, if you're gonna be on the, those kind of hours like fucking own your shit yeah, yeah I mean, that's you exactly better, my don't thing. be surprised when people want to fucking cancel you you cancel know cancel culture I mean that's like a satanic panic thing like it's not yeah. like a real thing like no. I, I can listen to Burzum on Spotify right now yeah like what the fuck is getting canceled like my my point is that, like, and this the is Dixie Chicks I, got canceled in my lifetime. Yes, it's like yeah. over the biggest. stupidest thing, yeah. literally yeah. over not over being right. Over, over yeah, George they, Bush, they got though. canceled by conservatives. But go on. So my point, the thing that I, I was, I got mad. I was like, Revenge and bands like Angel Corpse, which Peter Humkamp played in, plays in Angel Corpse, played in Revenge. Hey, Peter Humkamp does not have some nice views. He's written essays about this shit. Even guess typo what? negative to Even a certain negative. extent. Guess what? They're sketchy. They are sketchy bands. Like, they have sketchy views. I, I know for a fact Revenge has stuff about, like, weird, like, 
It's like if you read into it, maybe you can maybe maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but they're a little they're a little sketchy. My thing that I hate is that when people like toe that line of like we're sketchy or we affiliate with sketchy people and then try and go, Oh no no we're we're not no 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 we're we're not like that. Jesus, or even worse the is the bands that are yeah. are trying to be about it and then get mad that people can't cancel them because this is my point. You it's it's I think it's safe to admit that in 2020 at the very least it's people overall in society do not like racist or like Nazis or something like that. So if you're going to be a racist or a Nazi like very openly like that and people give you pushback and you get mad about it. You are a fucking coward. Well, you have to understand, though, their whole ideology, whether they realize it or not, is and most of them on some level explicitly articulate this is based around the idea that they're victims. So, like, they're fucking yeah. babies. Like, of course, they respond that way. It's it's infuriating because it's like you want to be that you want to be this evil person, this evil. Like, at the very least, you want to adopt this evil persona. Of, yeah. Even like, if you're anti just, something, even if you're just doing it to be edgy, it's like. All right, man, like, there's people who think that you want to kill them now. Like, yeah. why the fuck wouldn't they respond negatively? And, like, if you want to be edgy, like, okay, it worked. Like, what, are you edgy, mad man. now that it worked? Like, you're pissed off that it worked? But that's because they just wanted, they want to be fucking victims. Like, I just they, think they think they're being victimized. That's the shit that pisses me off is when people try and adopt this anti, like, anti what was going on, anti mainstream, anti societal views and ideas, and then. They get frustrated and mad that people are calling them out or canceling their shit because it's like that's what what else did you expect? You should be happy that they are. What's because- what's even more annoying, I think, is I mean, you know, you get all these these stupid euros in these black metal bands, uh, you know, just bitching about yeah, like the whole victim being a victim thing, and it's like uh, not for nothing, but uh, you guys have probably lived like way nicer lives than yeah. You know, Maybe I mean, not like, like you guys are from fucking northern like yeah. north. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm I am speaking about Scandinavia in particular. Western you know? Europe, yes, maybe. Yeah. yeah, it's like I I I don't want to hear any of that shit from them. Tyler yeah. did have a really good bit a while ago about the uh, the Nazi black metal bands from Ukraine. Yes, because they're all connected to the the Azov Battalion, the like Ukrainian like Nazi militia that Sir, got weapons from NATO. Yeah, we cannot order the new. We cannot order the new guns. We have failed to shell. Uh, uh, we shall out of the gateful double LPs. <laughs> we were able to buy our machine guns. Yeah. The Russians are like they're, advancing. They're... We need to sell more metal ethyl <laughs> We <records>. have to. <laughs> yeah, they need to create more. It's like. We need to more, serve more Aryan Commando 88 records. <laughs> in, Donetsk, yeah. in Donetsk, they take 30 more meters. We need we need sell a long sleeve. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we make special hats. It is black. It is it is Bandcamp Friday, my friends. We were s- no fees. You, you, please it be. is Bandcamp Friday, and and in, in Crimea they advance further. We must please support <laughs> us. Please support us against Vladimir Putin. Yeah. But that's, that's and I the guess that's gypsies. My point is that like I do like transgressive artists that like maybe I don't align with their views, and I'd, I I I just can't stand when the, those people are like at the same time being vic- becoming victims because it's like. G.G. Allen wasn't going around, as far as I know, maybe he was. He didn't let anybody cancel his ass. He, if he got canceled, like, it's like, oh, they can't. They stopped the show because I was throwing my shit That's around. It's literally the only people. way he would get canceled because the, the actual bars would be like, yeah. okay, you just got shit everywhere. You're done. Yeah. And he wasn't like, <laughs> this is bullshit. No, he was like. Fuck you! I'm the last rock I'm gonna star write a, ever. I'm gonna write a Twitter post about yeah. this. He didn't write songs about that stuff. I'm writing a Medium article about how I wasn't allowed to throw my poop at people. <laughs> yeah, it's like be like I'm not saying you it's gotta, behind a paywall. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta like that's what I miss and like and maybe at one point it's like I don't and that's why I don't think you can even like be like that anymore. Well, and so is, I think even being like trying to be like an edgy thing anymore, it's to me, it's you're you're not doing the, anything new. This is what I was gonna get to because I've I've thought about this a bit. 
I don't know, especially in the United States of America, how the fuck you could even be transgressive anymore. I mean, Donald Trump was president and actually still is president, um, which is something we are emphatically not going to talk about. But, yeah, we'll but leave that fucking, to the experts. Yeah, the fucking experts. But fucking, we'll play that um, one Alice Cooper song this right mother, here. This, yeah, this motherfucker, like, like you being racist isn't transgressive. Like, there's some, like, I, everyone listening to this, I hope, is smart enough to get why that, everything that's wrong with that. Um, it's not my job to educate you. But uh, regardless, I was like, but but even, and especially, like, our country doesn't have a shared value system. That should be, like, readily, well, we do, actually, and that's another topic. But our, in so much as we do share values, it's things that uh, none of us are consciously aware of and wouldn't like to be. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 the question of how to shock people in America if someone wants to do that, and I think if someone were to do this, they would make incredible art. They're going to have to go a lot deeper than, like, what gets me yelled at. Because if you yeah. go with what gets me yelled at, like, I guess if you want to get yelled at by everyone, being, like, a, a Nazi trans woman who was Muslim would probably do it. But but that's not going to be great art. So if you want to shock people's sensibilities, you're going to have to go way below the surface and get into the ideology that lives in our fucking dreams and nightmares. And, and then and then if you fucking take a shit on that, maybe you'll make something interesting. But I don't think anyone's figured that out yet. But that is, because that's seriously, like, that kind of shit is so ingrained into our psyches. That, like, I don't think we even realize if so, if someone how were, yeah. deep it is. If someone were to probe that out and then transgress against that, that would be fucking interesting. But... Uh, people don't want to do that because people are lazy. And, I mean, um, now that you bring smart. it up, uh, like I, I kind of want to see that now too. I don't even know I, what it would. Whatever be, that is, right? I'm working <laughs> on it. Uh, we'll get there. But uh, <laughs> somebody, come on, somebody who's listening out there, fuck us up, please. I mean, you yeah. would have to to um, really transgress against. I like capitalism, but not but, on like an explicit basis. Like here's you would the thing. Have to get I guess it. here's the yeah. thing. Transgressive, transgressive art. Transgressive. To, transgressive art doesn't have to necessarily be, like, bad, bad. I would say a great transgressive artist, uh, Genesis, Peorage from, yeah, you know, Darwin Crystal, yeah. like, and Psychic TV, like, transgressive because transgressive, I believe, just means like something against like the general norms of society and the culture that you exist in. So, antinomian like, is in, that's like the occultist term for this. Yeah. So I think. Uh, they are, or Xi, if, if I remember their pronouns correctly. Xi um, Jinping. Yeah, Xi Jinping. Uh, Xi. We'll do, we'll do Xi Xi Allen in a Gigi bit. Xi yeah. <laughs> uh, I think they were a great uh, example, R.I.P. Genesis, a uh, great example of being transgressive, well, not necessarily being like, like, overly shocking and like trying to like. I mean, I guess maybe, maybe the closest thing I can possibly think of is that guy that guy from death spell omega oh uh, um M- uh, miko or i don't know how to uh, miko aspa miko yeah. aspa he's got a very i know he's got a very questionable like noise nicole 12 yeah that's it that's the one very uh, very fucked mm, up uh lyrical content like pedo uh adjacent i guess we'll yeah say, maybe that, i mean that's a f- offensive to people um, that is offensive i mean people. i don't know if there's there's there might be something out there more. You'd have to go to like that where it's like yeah. that that kind of grosses out everybody. And I've never listened to. I don't think I've ever listened to Nicole Twelve, but I do really like um, uh, Nihilus Commando. That's like probably one of the best noise core bands ever, um, because he like actually has like lyrics and he, it's just fucking insane sounding i mean you you could you could but, do uh, a sort of useful transgression by exploring that material because the the pedophilia stuff is very much ingrained in our society i would um, say yeah well, with, yeah that is that yeah. in regards to like power electronic stuff that is mostly as like a i think that's boring in power in power electronics because well, they're not like, thinking the they're, sexual they're, they're assault stuff thinking about it yeah it's just right, like they're a, just trying to be quick like come up with something fucked up quick yeah it's not very interesting it, i would say power electronics in general is like it can be really good and that's what you know it just it depends on what it is but i think it's more about just like let's explore something a little different than like you know uh like serial killers and stuff like that even though i mean if it rips, it rips. Yeah. But I don't know if Nicole 12 rips, and I probably won't ever I check. I kind of feel like they don't. 
Probably not. I yeah, I've never listened to this. Yeah, but I I I I, str- I struggle and I, I I've put some mental energy into it. I could devote more into trying to come up with what would be a sacred cow I could even kill if I wanted to. Um, and I I think the conclusion I've reached is that whatever values and assumptions we have that 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 would be challenging to challenge. I mean, if we could really tease those out and understand them, we could probably do more than make like a good album. But you could also make a good album. Um, yeah, you know, not everything has to be like super shocking or transgressive to make good art. You know, I agree, I obviously agree. Yeah, with that. yeah, yeah. Duh. I mean, look at the Ramones; they're not really shocking, even though I'm sure people back then were just like, oh, "I can't believe well, it." I mean, think about how dumb everybody was. Fucking, you know. <laughs> Fucking forty-five years ago yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. People. Th- Is that people... forty-five years ago? Or like, like forty-four, first... or something yeah, like that. Maybe longer. What didn't that come out? Seventy-six. Yeah. Seventy-six. Yeah. Yeah, that's forty-four fucking years. Motherfuckers yeah. in Britain thought the world was ending because of the Sex Pistols. That's so stupid. Yeah. Again, with the so idiots. You know, dumb. Very dumb. I mean, again, British. So. British. Yeah. <laughs> Got some heinous uh, new Simpsons episodes. Oh my going god! Right now. This is yeah. We have the TV on, guys. You know what's you know what's transgressive? Maybe, new Simpsons you know episodes. Maybe, it, maybe this kind of stuff is transgressive. The idea being of like, well, it's funny. It's funny like that dude Finn being like uh, Finn from the Punk Rock NBA being like, oh, what's wrong with being a normie? And it's like nothing but like shut the fuck up, please. I don't care. So, so that worked on you then. Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'm like I'm a normie in a lot of fucking ways. Like, it really is just like, yo, leave me alone. <laughs> That's what it boils uh, down we're, to. We're like, all normies now. You yeah, know? everybody's like. I mean, I wish being a normie was more focused on that. Just leave me the fuck alone and don't talk to me. Shit. Yeah. Like I'm, I like my. Because I shit. feel like that's not really a thing with them, honestly. I like my shit. You don't have to like my shit, and I'm not gonna really try and proselytize you into liking my shit social media has created like an er normie like because because everything is both extremely individualized like uh-huh. it's, this is my profile page and this is my carefully curated set of things i'm interested in and so on and so forth but it but it adds up to nothing because an individualized identity like it's not distinct unless like you understand it in relation to other identities and it's uh, we exist simultaneously as like this mass of totally individualized mm-hmm. identities, but we don't have like real social relations with each other. So it's um, yeah, the er normie. It's just just everything and nothing is normal. Yeah, I think, um, and that's what I I I think the reason why people get like mad when you like attack a big idea like going like to black metal or something like that where it's yeah. like black metal sucks it's like black metal is this or black metal is that like it's like as if you're attacking their identity because they've made it such a like it's such a big part of their life uh-huh. that it become. I don't think they necessarily want it to be like that's my identity but it's just kind of like a thing that happens yeah like it just becomes part of your brain where you you have to defend it because like this is like something that you really really like so like you're just gonna sit there and let someone talk shit about you know whatever it may be and it's like you know this is important to you so you're talking about people who defend black metal or the, the people not who necessarily just black metal but just like them. anything that they're like anything that has like some sort of culture behind it and like that like people really can get behind i guess you know Black metal is like broad enough and has like enough things like like any metal, any musical genre or subculture. Uh, you can't. It, it's not like this TV. What the fuck is this TV show? Bless the hearts. Yeah, no one. Looks, no one is like. Looks like a pretty fucking bootleg version of uh, King of the Hill. Looks or like kind of like a shitty uh, American Dad. Well, but this, sh- way shittier. This way is shittier. the thing, Tyler is. Like, I can understand that level of defensiveness if you're talking about, like, something that you have sunk, like, real life force and blood and like, jism and sweat into. But, but, but the the nature of our society is such that everything is bless the hearts. Everything, no matter how cool or transgressive or niche it is, it is uh, just a, a commodity. Um, and, and, and if you get mad about it, you yeah. are ultimately 
the same uh, on the level of culture I'm talking about here. Yeah. Um, although increasingly this is also on the level of politics. Um, it it's all been uh, reduced into this commodities form that is that is very transa- cons- transacted and very consumerist. And sold. Yeah, you know? and, and and so you have people getting defensive of their consumer choices but it's but of course they will because they don't have anything else there's there's like for many people nothing else to attack or defend other than uh the commodities you consume and those that others consume and and i'm not saying this to do a wake up sheeple thing because i do the same thing because we all have to do this yeah we don't have uh we haven't come across another option yet and that's yeah i think that's my especially with the black model it's like so it comes off as very anti, but it's like if you're collecting like really rare, like records and stuff like that, and like you're going to shows and stuff like that, and it's like, it's like who cares? Like if you're so about the ideology of it all, you wouldn't care if your show gets canceled because like that's kind of that you're you're obviously being talked about, and that's spreading your idea. That's I mean, con- the that's real just spreading your ideology. Play shows, yeah. Also, so. that's actually kind of true. Like that raises a good question though. With the, the black metal thing is a good example because. What would be like our equivalent of burning a church? Like, what would our blasphemy be? Right now? Yeah, in America, burning a flag. Nah, maybe, I don't think maybe so. like twenty years ago, burning a flag yeah, would be more not transgressive. Even. Um, Have, having a Russian flag or Chinese one, yeah. maybe it's a little burning perhaps. burning a, a voter's ballot. Yeah, yeah, polling station. I I don't know. Like I, it would it would be something fucking stupid and lame. Burning like a that. movie theater down that's playing a Marvel movie. <laughs> or I mean, actually, Marvel but seriously, that kind of like, yeah, like ta- like taking a huge shit on like Star Wars. Yeah, but but I mean, and I'm like totally serious though. Like Tor- torching polling stations is a good one. That that would be yeah. roughly equivalent to a church. The one I came up with was human resources de- departments. Ooh, that's funny. That is our church. Like shooting up a human resources department. That, embo- that embodies like all of like the entirety of the contradiction of the whole thing because you have. Uh, capitalism coupled with in many cases like performative social justice stuff so it's this thing that uh Ooh, i know, guess it's really the, the only thing that draws you know what us it, together at, at, at this point is uh, i would say hr department no i a little bit but maybe better uh a mall yeah, but think look, about it. That's actually, where everybody kind of goes you know together to congregate. You're, you're, Whether you are a trip pants wearing like goth kid, or yeah. you're a fucking jock who's going to meet it to bring his girl to a movie yeah. theater, like that is a huge. I mean, not as much now, obviously, especially now with COVID being a thing. But well, like, no, that's perfect though. You're right again because when those motherfuckers burnt down churches in Norway, like how Christian was Norway at that point? No, like, like probably was, not that. Europe much, has been yeah. fucking godless for who knows how long. So. That scared some people, but probably a lot of people for irreligious reasons. So, yes, burning down a mall would be perfect. Cause or see, would they be, should have burned down, like, a library or something in Norway. That would have made yeah people yeah, probably would have been like... A fucking Ikea. Oh. But, yes, no, you're, you're exactly correct because, because um, the mall represents our dying religion, uh, effectively dead now. Yeah. That particular iteration it's, of capitalism as we enter this new one well, with Amazon and everything else. I mean, fuck it. Look at look at how people reacted to another dead the riding God. and loosening, riding and lo- looting, quote unquote. You yeah. know that happened. People were so mad that buildings were being burned down and stuff like that. And it's like, who like who cares? Like, yeah, that kind of sucks. But like, who cares? And that's how I, I would feel if no, I was dude, in Norway. Because those those stores are magic, dude. They have commodities. They have things. Same thing as a fucking church. And those like, things, those <laughs> things appear, be, because we are all so abstracted from our labor. Those things appear out of thin air, thin air. Target brought all those nice things down from the heavens so you can yeah. buy them. Because the process of how they actually get to you, we have no. It's fucking completely mystified to us. So, so you, yes, you, you're burning down a sacred, magical place when you burn down a fucking Target. Yeah. Which is for a lot of you know, I and, guess that's uh, how some people view churches. Yeah, this is a music show. <laughs> Always, yeah. Well, I well, I have a show show title. This is going to be called Metallica is a good band. Metallica Should... is a good. I mean, <laughs> Metallica are they? I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I mean, for Kill 'Em All Alone, I guess I can. You know, I I'll give them a pass. They made that album when they were like twenty-two. That's incredible. Yeah, they they came here to Rochester 
fucking recorded that shit on Ridgeway Avenue. Yeah. Fucking how almost 40 years ago. That's kind of crazy. That shit's crazy. Here's some Let's see. Here's some lyrics from uh, that band Drain. Because I'm bored and I'm sick of these bands that sound like shit, of guitarists with no riffs, who is this? drummers that are scared to hit. Like a cross that crossover like thrash band Drain. When did they write this song? I don't know. This still goes pretty boys, tough guys, traditional tattooed thighs, call outs. All right, I'm I'm I mean I'm with it. PC. Are they saying that's bad? Sick of Trump. I, no, I am fully opposed to this. I've group. never heard of this. Group. And songs yeah, about police. They're okay. They're cool. They're kind of cool band. They're okay. They're like, if you like Power Trip, you might fuck with Drain. I guess. In, uh, you can insert that cricket uh, sound effect. I can. I I'm can, just kidding. I, if you <laughs> fuck with Metallica, Load Era, you probably fuck with Drain. I, I can abide both Varg's personal beliefs and the St. Agar snare f- sooner than I'll abide someone saying that uh, thigh tattoos on girls is not good. I don't. I don't know if they're is saying that. Is that what they that, were that's saying? Good. I don't think that's what they were saying because, like, that's crazy. <laughs> I know. It's like, why would anybody have beef with that? That's stupid. Yo, you don't like thighs, my guy. Like, what the that's, fuck is wrong with that's you? That's dumb. <laughs> Drain is the name of the group. Drain. Any like uh, anything? Stuff, so. Any any recommendations? I guess we got music, music wise? wise. I haven't listened to anything new in a while. I've been on a little grime kick. I'm just dipping my toes into that genre. That D double E dude is sick. I, he is. A, I think the one single is kind of new. That Tell Me a Ting song. That shit's good. I've been revisiting some of the Stormzy stuff. Yeah, that Stormzy song you showed me yesterday. Shut up. That Shut yeah. up song. That's the really song good. Rules. Um. So yeah, I've been on the grime kick. I'm trying to think of what the fuck else I've been listening to. I like. Um, damn, it sucks. I look at my like Spotify recently played, and it's all Metallica and Megadeth. It's like, damn, this sucks. Oh. I was definitely was listening to Load on the way here. It is that. I mean, I I will say Metallica. I, I've said for years is the funniest band of all time, and yeah. I think Load might be the funniest album. Saint Anger is unfucking I mean, listenable. You tried to yeah. Tim fucking played that dirty windows song earlier and i was like this has to stop you have to stop this this is i cannot that, do this that Ooh. song is brutal i forgot how terrible it was black metal wise i listen to this band called imperial okay e-m-p-y-r-e-a-l very solid shit it's on uh they have an album out on transylvania it's new? tapes it's new it came out okay. just recently like, this, this weekend i haven't listened to that much black metal recently i was listening to some of the classics recently burzum mayhem all that kind of shit yeah, this shit is fucking awesome. It came out really good. I listened to this death metal band that I did not care for called Intrinsic Malfeasance. Jesus And it just Christ, sounds... Band name. It's like old school brutal death metal that sounds like Carnival Corpse and Demolition Hammer. I was like, oh, sweet. Like, I love Candle Corpse and I love Demolition Hammer. And it's just like... It's not as... Some of those things where it's like, oh, it's, this isn't as good as what you're saying it is. So, huh. But, yeah, that and then... I don't know. There's some other stuff. I've been listening. I know I mentioned them in the last episode. I've been on a big Grozdanskaya Oberona kick. That was the band that Yegor Letov started when it was still the Soviet Union in Russia. He was from somewhere in fucking literal Siberia, and uh, his his shit's really good. He was he got put in a mental hospital for three months by the KGB, which is gnarly. But he fucking not because he was crazy, just because he didn't like their government. But the early shit is more punk rock with a little bit of a like. Russian folk influence. That stuff's uh-huh. great. I'm the stuff I'm just getting into now. Later on, he added more of a, a little bit of a psychedelic, even a shoegaze influence, which I was turned off by at first. I'm I'm digging it now. There's shit with keyboards, more of the folk vibe. Mm-hmm. Guy took a lot of acid. There's a great live video of them in '94 where he's tr- he's doing shit with his body that like I've done in my room on psychedelics before. It's pretty cool. <laughs> um, but that that band, legendary in that scene, kind of a cult item here. But but. They have a lot of albums, but the, there's a three-volume best-of collection that is also on Spotify that I would highly recommend to everyone. What are everyone. they called again? Grozdanskaya Oberona. It means uh, civil defense in Russian. Okay. Very, very, very cool band. Great. I, I read translations of some of the lyrics, too. He's known for being a, a really good lyricist. And even translated from Russian, it, it's pretty great stuff. He's he's definitely a poet to the to the full extent. Tim, any, anything in your... Uh... Uh, I mean, I usually, uh, nothing like really that I've, that's new to me that I've been listening to. Yeah. I've been listening to, 
you know, a lot of kind of weird. Alice Cooper, been listening to a lot of that for some reason lately. I don't nice. know why. That's cool. Million no. Dollar Babies, that record. That's a good one. No, no, nothing. No, the grime stuff was new to me. That that Russian band I've been listening to since high school because I, I remember showing it to my friends and them thinking I was a nut for listening to some weird band from Russia. Yeah. Alice Cooper, by the way, I highly recommend listening to his appearance on Jonesy's Jukebox. Him and Steve Jones, that shit was good. Although the, the best Jonesy's shit I heard was when he had Bill Burr on his show. That was oh, a fucking man. brain really? trust, if I've ever heard one. Bill Burr <laughs> and Steve Jones. That, I mean, how could that? You get an Irishman and a, a, a Brit together like that. You're going to get West some London, good results. Then. West London, ain't it, mate? You know, <laughs> hey, yeah, hello, mate. He's from Shepherd's Bush, then. He has a great British accent. Those British accents are always either so cool or just, like, you can't listen to them. Like yeah, like know. alien talk, like those, those 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 kid rappers. Oh, yeah, the Blackpool Grime. Yeah, that was, lot. like, what on earth is going on here? <laughs> we should watch yeah. that after this. That shit's so fucking funny. Yeah, it's just, so like, the most confusing thing. The 12-year-olds dissing each other in Blackpool. They have that's a northern accent. I can't do it at all. I can just do this stupid voice that Americans do when they try yeah. to sound I mean, fucking British. I can't do Irish at all either. You you brought up Venom. They got some pretty good stupid ass accents. Yeah, yeah. They got that. I think they call it the Geordie. Uh, is that what or is, whatever where, the wait, fuck? Where it were is. they from? <sighs> Bristol. They no, called it, it the Gates of Hell or whatever. Ah, yes, that is what where Venom fuck? is from. Is the Gates of Hell? That was my yeah. They're fucking evil. And the, but I remember I saw like a YouTube comment where it was like they're actually from this place, and they were like, "Oh yeah, though that is the Gates of Hell. That place sucks." <laughs> people, that band, people think it's silly or whatever. I will say, you said Venom is evil. Venom is evil. You listen to Welcome to Hell consistently for a long time. Well, your demonic powers will go stronger. Trust I me. I remember uh, reading about how. Uh, Venom brought Metallica under one of their tours in like 83 and like Metallica blew Venom out of the fucking Venom? water. They're they like, see that fucking live, yeah. smoked them live. Newcastle upon time. Whatever that is. <laughs> I think that might have been. not real. Was that the tour where Black Flag opened for them? There's, I remember in Get in the Van. No, that was in like 84, I think. Yeah, yeah. 83 was, was Metallica when they toured Europe, I believe. It was 83 or 84. Metallica toured with Venom. I think it was probably 83. And then, yeah, like, I remember Eric from Fear of God wrote about that, how just, like, that's how he got into, like, metal and stuff. Like, he went like, to that show. He went to the show, and it's just like, oh, yeah, we went, we went, we all went to go see Venom, but, like, everyone left Metallica fans. You know, and I can believe I that. It's awesome. Metallica was too. probably, they probably fucking blew them off the stage, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, yeah. Compared to Venom at the time? And, oh, my in God. In 83? Yeah. 83? That was later, yeah. That was a little bit later. Their their set list was probably not ideal Venom stuff. Yeah, yeah. shit like, from like that possessed record. Those on later there records. No, that was okay, that was like eighty six or it was like oh, eighty four, eighty five. Then okay. No, they but, were. Still, it was at war with Satan. Was like yeah, the early eighties. Oh, I mean even yeah, because eighty came out. Welcome to Welcome to Hell. Isn't that eighty? I think so. Yeah, they no, they were out. Yeah, because Black they were out early. No, Black Metal is uh, eighty two. Yeah, they. Well, I don't. I just know Venom was kind of out early, swinging. It's weird when you think of the timeline of things. Um, I don't, what do you, do you guys think thrash like? Would you call Metallica a thrash metal band? I mean, you would have to if you want to talk think, about thrash yeah. metal meaningfully. You know. I think they're one. I think it's one of those things where it's like, yes, they are thrash metal, but like it's like I guess I guess it's like you have to delineate like first wave. Like their first wave thrash. I don't think anyone ever. I don't hear anyone ever talk about that with thrash metal. Like first wave, first wave black metal, first wave, first wave death metal. You know stuff like that. I don't hear anyone talk about with the with thrash metal. And I don't think like first wave of black metal, thrash metal doesn't really sound like what we consider like thrash metal, like a Slayer-y. I mean the like, earlier, right? Like those earlier records, even like the Anthrax record, like that doesn't. Yeah, they just sound like faster new wave of British heavy metal stuff. And like, like slightly heavier, like a less intense, some like less intense Motorhead, I guess. Yeah. Some of them. Oh, perfect. That's a great example. Isn't that kind of what thrash metal is, though? I mean, I again, I just, it's like the difference between, like, you can't say the Ramones aren't a punk band, whether they yeah. do it or not. The Ramones are clearly a punk band. Yeah. No, I think that's a. I don't know. I don't know. I think that they're thrash. It's like, yeah, they're thrash. They're Metallica's thrash metal, but it's not like. 
It's not like fucking uh, Coroner or fucking Demolition Hammer or like stuff like that. Even Slayer. Like Slayer's like the heaviest out of like all those bands. Like yeah. by a mile. Like, what do you guys think about all the German thrash shit? Because people oh, love people love it, and I'm not a hundred percent on board. I don't think. Honestly, I liked it more in high school. Pretty boring. Pretty the boring. The of it turns me off. I, I like the early Sodom stuff. The like yeah. Venom ripoff Sodom shit is good. The be- I was gonna say I think Sodom. That's probably the best out of all those because they yeah. they got a little bit more like that black metal influence. I like that German band Running Wild. I haven't listened to the pirate oh, albums yet, but the early shit. <laughs> I mean, Halloween, that's a good German band. There's there's good German bands Halloween out there. German? But yeah. I don't know why I thought they were American. Yeah, they're German. I would say uh, Destruction. I like Destruction. They're okay. I, I used to like the Mad Butcher well. EP is really good. And then, like, the albums around that, that era is good. Um, I think they are just plagued with, like, bad, not as good production. I think that's kind of what kills it for me with that group because their records do sound pretty shitty. Yeah. And then, yeah, you have Sodom. Sodom's good. I think overall Sodom is a good band. Creator. I was listening to Creator uh, this past last weekend. That shit's like, oh, I remember why I like this band, because it's like really fucking fast and just crazy riffs. I got to try it again, because I loved it when I was younger, and not, I listened to it not that long ago, and I was like, the crazy riffs were turning me off. They're too crazy. They're It's like very sloppy, too. Like, like uh, Pleasure to Kill is like such a sloppy record sounding. That like I get why like listening to it now it's like it doesn't I remember listening to that constantly driving around and now it's like well not for I'll nothing listen. but I don't think you'll ever be able to find like a like a like a record that sounds like like a thrash record that sounds like that in this day and age no like it's not possible yeah you wouldn't know how to play like that because it probably wasn't deliberate or, or the like production we, too even yeah. it's like what you said about Bay Three like how the fuck are you gonna sound like Bay Three now. Yeah, or like a more sound. Like nothing sounds like more sound studio stuff. No, which is like we were funny. There, what is that? That's where all like, like the Florida metal death metal bands, oh, all the okay. shit on that label came out. Yeah, like um, or Roadrunner to the third like Napalm Death album. Uh, Cannibal all the Corpse, Cannibal Corpse, Sepultura, Morbid Angel, Obituary. Yeah, that's where it's. They were like pioneers in regards of like drum, like taking drum replacement stuff, like replacing the kick with okay, like yeah. electron, like, and they did it very weirdly. Um, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. This is where Tezande recorded. Yeah, that's where Tezande. That's where um, there it uh, it is funny, like notable things being like on the more sound recordings studio being uh, what Wikipedia being like, Morbid Angel, Obituary, all this stuff, and it's like, uh. Brittany Hogan or whatever her name is with Paul Wall because like she recorded like something there in like 2006 and it's like that's very funny that that she is listed there she's a uh, as you know same tier as a uh, obituary yeah I don't know yeah some I don't know just been listening to it because a lot of those bands never got heavier like Metallica just got slower and kind Better. of stupider <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe better. Megadeth too. I, I listen to the load shit now, man. It's so fucking funny. Yeah, talking to Mike a little. Make sure. Sorry. Yeah, I, I I knocked my head back a little bit. No, that's fine. I'm a little fried today. That's We're probably, uh. That's probably why I want to listen to the album Load by Metallica. Yeah, my brain is not fully functional. Once we get once we get the production down, it's over for all you hoes. But yeah, I think I don't know. It's. I, another thing that I that is also very true, I think you would all agree, I think we probably talked about it, is like punk is like super important within thrash metal because it's like punk bands were the first bands to like really want to play fast. Yeah. And like metal bands were like, let's play slow. They were I, big uh, on a GBH was a big influence. I think that seems like the British hardcore stuff was probably the bigger influence even than American stuff on them. Yeah. Although there, I don't know, Jeff Hanneman, I think from what I've heard was kind of the, the conduit for a lot of that stuff in terms of Slayer. He was the guy who had minor threat records and agnostic yeah. front. There's a dead Kennedy shit on their yeah. guitars. There's that shit. sick picture of Hanneman where he's got the agnostic front skinhead shirt on and he's like yelling while he's playing guitar. The picture rules. Hell yeah. His solos, I actually think I like better than Kerry King's solos, too. Dude, the Slayer solos better. are crazy. It's yeah. like, again, some avant-garde shit. Like, I, I, no one had ever played guitar like that before, to my knowledge. 
Like, it's just, it's all over the place. Not with the, like, because, yeah, that's just them trying to, like, you know, it's like they're dropping, a like, a bomb strike. It's extremely overwhelming. It honestly reminds me of some of the free jazz stuff I like, like what those guys would do on saxophone. Jeff Hansen yeah. was well, actually, guitar. not going to lie, get kind of a bit of that crazy solo vibe from when uh, Pig Champion, Poison Idea. He's more melodic he, though. He's, he's well, got here's his the thing. Shit is, it's more structure. That's for sure. Blue, his yeah. shit is he didn't do though. his like at the late '80s stuff. He wasn't like doing the guitar solo stuff. Right. That was oh, all like, right. Like the stuff that not that, until like feel the darkness. I guess. Yeah, maybe he was because I know like vegetable and like the other guy that they had in like the 80, late '80s was like they were like the guitar. They were like the real shred fucking guitar players. Um, yeah, Pig Champion for me, his big strength is as a rhythm player. Yeah. Um, he he synthesized something that I don't think any other hardcore guitar players did. He probably he's got to be like the best hardcore guitar player. Him him or uh, Doctor No from Bad Brains is also a pretty fucking tremendous. Oh, that guy guitarist. could he could yeah yeah yeah. It's damn this shit on TV is making me hungry. Oh, is there some more uh, looking at Chipotle? Chipotle. Yeah. Chipotle. Yeah. Well, I th- you know I think we hit an hour. I think that was a pretty good. I think we talked about some cool shit. Yeah, we, you know? we can do, we can maybe even alternate. Um, we'll do like a two-hour episode one week, an hour the next week, something like that. Little yeah. something, come up with a neat little gimmick for you people. Yeah, I guess we got to just uh, hit us up on our, I don't even know, should we make? <laughs> should we make? Like, I, I'll let's say not this. Talk, let's not talk business on the yeah. podcast. We'll, we'll figure it out. You'll be able to hear this. And uh, you will be able to support us and uh, see if our faces If not now, in the, the future. Because we still got to upload this shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny just being like, yeah, we don't know when, but it's going to happen. It's cool. No, we we don't. Let's stop this. This, self, this self-effacing <laughs> shit is... Uh, excuse me, folks. I can't speak for everyone here, but I am a broadcasting professional. I uh, am extremely uh talented at shooting my mouth off yeah and um i i think you'll all agree and uh yeah it's been a, p- a pleasure expressing some of these thoughts tonight and uh some of them will stay with me this transgression thing i'm going to be mulling it over what we can yeah. do, what we can do because we must do it it must be done if you have any uh if you, i guess if you have any ideas send them in so i can steal your ideas yeah so we can say or the very yeah. least we can talk about it and be like is this like can we be transgressive like this uh, and then eventually you'll know that email that you can send it in so we can talk about it. I'm already and having also, more ideas, but we're at an hour, so we'll have to come back to yeah. it. Yeah, we got to start about getting, what rules you can break. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I know what the rules are. But, like but tax that's, evasion. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But being like lower class and tax evading. I mean, just when you that's think. That's just called being Greek. <laughs> Dang, joke. All right. I guess we'll end it there. See right. you all guys later. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Just when you think you know all the rules, they change your mind.